Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so that they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like more support in managing your emotional eating so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to manage your emotional eating for good. There's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. Now, I only open up a few of these calls each week, so if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. Um, Today, I want to share with you why I still find myself emotionally eating. That's right. (laughs) I still eat emotionally, and that's okay. The reason I'm sharing my story with you is that I want you to understand that when you start to work on your cravings and emotional eating, overeating, it doesn't just turn off like a light switch. Managing your emotional eating is a process. It's something you learn over time through trial and error, through reflective uh, practices, and through proactive practices. Just because I eat emotionally doesn't mean that I feel out of control around food. In fact, I don't. So let me share with you what my emotional eating used to look like and what it looks like now, and you'll start to see the difference in it. Okay. So before I address my emotional eating, I I didn't even know that I was eating emotionally, right? I didn't know that I was eating to cover up unwanted emotions. I just thought that there was something wrong with me, that I needed more willpower or that I needed to be more disciplined with my eating. I thought that if I were to eat clean, that it would get rid of my cravings and overeating, right? That I would be able to eat a perfect diet. And of course, I would be able to lose weight, right? That's all I needed to do. I just needed to eat better. I just needed to have more willpower. But when that didn't happen, because I was not aware of and addressing my emotional eating, I just got more frustrated with myself, which led to, guess what? More emotional eating, right? I would restrict my food um, depending on the diet, depending on what I was eating and not eating. And these diets promoted a negative relationship with food, looking at certain foods as the enemy, believing that certain foods were good or bad, depending on the diet, of course, right? And different diets had different good foods and bad foods. So it was all just confusing. Um, And when this restriction became too much and I wasn't addressing and processing my emotions in a healthy way, I would eat and eat all the food that I was restricting at the time. Or I would eat foods that were not allowed or eat foods that were allowed, but overeat them. You know, like things like dates and almond butter, 
raisins and coconut butter, right? Like they could be allowed on the, like the diet, so to speak, they were on like the foods that I could eat and have in my diet, but I would just overeat them. And even though these foods were healthy, I was still overeating them and feeling stuffed and physically discomfort, discomfort, as well as emotional discomfort. I was feeling out of control. I felt guilty for eating all the food and I would get so frustrated with myself, which manifested in negative self-talk over exercising and restricting food. Now, this negative self-talk over exercising and restricting food just lowered my self-confidence and strengthened my belief that I just needed stronger willpower and I needed to be more disciplined, that there was something wrong with me. This was a frustrating cycle that I struggled with over and over again. I literally thought I was going to go crazy or that I would have to live the rest of my life with a restrictive way of eating in order to feel in control around food and not give in to my cravings so I could lose the weight, right? I felt hopeless and like nothing I tried regarding my cravings and dieting worked. And of course, I get it now, right? But back then I didn't. I get it now. I was looking at the wrong thing. It wasn't about the food at all. It was so much deeper than that. Now I can summarize this cycle that I used to fall into as, okay, I'd start restricting food. And then I would have massive cravings, mismanaged emotions, which would lead to overeating, which would lead to guilt, shame, negative self-talk, over-exercising, basically self-destructive behaviors, which then would return to restricting food. So let's fast forward to the present. I have done years of work and can argue that I still work on my emotional eating and my relationship with food. It's just kind of a continuous process. Now, I don't want to freak you out and just be like, oh, this is going to be a lifetime of work. It's, it is, but it isn't, right? At first, it's a little difficult, but then it becomes more natural. It's like these habits and these tools and strategies I have are just ingrained in my everyday life, right? So like I said earlier, it's not just a light switch that you can switch on and off. Now, this might happen to like 0.01% of people who struggle with emotional eating, right? They can just turn it off. But for majority of us, we need to learn tools and strategies that we can implement for the rest of our life that will help us with our emotional eating. They'll help us with our cravings and our overeating. First and foremost, now, first and foremost, I understand what emotional eating is and how to recognize it. Right? Like I said before, I didn't understand that I was eating emotionally and like what was going on, but now I understand it. I understand emotional eating and like, how do I recognize it? How do I know when I'm eating emotionally? I understand the brain, how it works, its desire for food and how to lessen it. I think this is so important is just understanding how the human brain works and how we have desire for food. And it's totally normal, Right? I no longer see foods as good or bad, right? Food is just food. It's just molecules put together, right? Um, I no longer strive to be perfect with my nutrition, 
There's no need to be perfect. Why do we need to be perfect? No need. I focus on how foods feel in my body and choose foods that serve me and in amounts that serve me. So that could be veggies, could be a lean protein, it could be ice cream, or it could be popcorn, or it could be a nice fatty steak. Could be all of those, right? But I eat them in amounts that serve my body, that feel good in my body. I let go of guilt and shame around eating certain foods and overeating. I let go of that, right? Stop being so mean to yourself. I started getting curious and explored my relationship with food, right? I let go of the guilt and I got curious. Like, what's going on here? I looked past the food itself and worked on understanding, allowing, and processing my emotions in a way that doesn't include food, okay? So part of the healing process of emotional eating is like, how do I manage and allow my emotions and process them in a way that supports me, that doesn't include food? And I will argue that using food to process your emotions isn't really processing your emotions. You're just covering them up. So how do I actually process and allow my emotions, right? And keep the food out of the equation, right? Food is not going to help you. I have compassion for myself no matter what I eat. If I sit down and eat a pint of ice cream, I have compassion for myself. I had to drop the guilt. It wasn't easy. I will be 100% honest with you. It was not easy because we're so used to feeling we're like we should feel guilty and we should feel shameful for what we've eaten. But I have to have compassion for myself no matter what I eat, no matter how much I eat. I exercise in ways that I enjoy and I no longer use it as punishment or having to burn extra calories for the amount that I ate right? Exercise is an enjoyment for me now. It's not a punishment. And even with all of this shifting of my mindset and tools and strategies that I use to support me with my emotional eating, I still find myself eating to cover up or ignore unwanted emotions. But now the story goes much differently. When I eat emotionally, I choose to eat emotionally. I understand that I have control. I'm completely aware of why my body wants something crunchy and salty right now. I know what's going on in my brain, the biological processes. I'm able to recognize if it's physical hunger or emotional hunger. Like, what am I experiencing right now? And I consciously choose to eat the food. If I'm experiencing an emotional hunger, I know that I have a choice. I can either process and allow the emotion, which takes presence and some discomfort, or I can eat the food, which takes no energy and feels good in the moment, right? But I ultimately am the driver, right? I'm in the driver's seat. And I will say that you know, a majority of the time I choose to process and allow my emotions without food because I have these tools and I have these strategies and I've been practicing them and practicing them and I'm getting better at them, right? But for 
for the times that I choose to eat emotionally, I am much more present with my body and how much food will feel okay in my body. And I rarely eat past like this really full or stuffed, right? I'm eating less. It's almost like I just need a little bit to kind of get me through to like this place where I can manage my emotion. Um, and so, you know, therefore, you know, I don't have the digestive issues from my emotional eating and I'm eating a lot less. And when I'm done, well, let's say like I ate a bunch of ice cream or I ate some ice cream just because I didn't want to feel or I'm procrastinating, right? <laughs> I like to procrastinate. Um, I'm procrastinating, getting something done, doing something. And so I go eat some ice cream, right? When I'm done, I don't feel guilt or shame around what I did, right? I know that there was a reason I chose to eat the ice cream. I'm like, oh, I ate that ice cream because I didn't want to work on X, Y, and Z, right? So I get curious about what was going on for me. I get curious about the emotion that I didn't want to feel. I get curious about my unmet needs that maybe I need to address, right? Emotional eating oftentimes is a sign that we need to address these emotions, that we have maybe an unmet need. I let go of the guilt and shame and I choose curiosity and compassion. And these are game changers. I'm going to be like, I cannot express this enough, how much of a game changer it is to drop the guilt and shame and to choose curiosity and compassion for yourself. So you can see that these two experiences of emotional eating are completely different. Now, I hope that by sharing my story and experiences with emotional eating, you feel understood and know that you don't need to be perfect at eating, right? And in fact, when we create food rules right, and have this idea that certain foods are good and bad, this only hurts us in the long run. That you need to let go of food rules, that you need to have compassion and curiosity for yourself through this process, as well as seek the support you need to learn and implement the tools and strategies that will help you with your relationship with food so that you can experience food freedom. You can feel in control around food, right? You can enjoy all foods. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher in the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where I talk about the power of small changes to get big results. It's going to be amazing. Okay, until next time. Bye.